from Beetle Vales, World News Headquarters in wherever. This is the ABFM Fantacast. Go with people. Explode! This could just be us just just trying to ring people, seeing if they could get on. How did, how did you find your first NFL experience, Matt? It was your first, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, my misgiving had always been that I thought it would be tough not having any interest in any of the teams. Yes. So you, did, but, you didn't actually go into that supporting any team. No, I mean, I, I support the Packers, but I don't have your sort of um, backup Jag sort of approach. See, I, I think you should do. I think if if you don't, I think you should at least go into the, the match supporting one team. And uh, I mean, it's, I think it's a little bit harder when you're doing something like the game this week, where it's what the Chiefs versus Detroit. Yeah, that's a little bit tougher, I guess, if you don't support either team because there isn't even a home team. But I, I mean, to be fair, it worked out because of. I suppose the rivalry of sitting next to Rich and he had Bortles and I had Carpenter. Oh yeah, so that that's that is sort of good. I mean, I I went into the the game last year with a bunch of Cowboys, which is really annoying actually. So I had a bunch of Cowboys players playing, but I was supporting the Jaguars, which was annoying. So every time the the Cowboys did well, I at least needed them specific players to do well. But I think everyone who went had at least one player in the game offhand. I think team might not have off without checking. I, but, I didn't. I didn't have anyone in this game. Or you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, cake. Yeah, the, there were a fair amount of people that had had an interest that weren't just Jake's fans. Yeah. I think I, I think if if you go next year, then I think you need to be a Jags fan. Because <laughs> well, it's like it's like Cake Cake said I mean, when he was because he was on TV. Did you see the clip? I did see the clip. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he summed it up perfectly. Since they've made the commitment, then you should at least pay it back if you're going to go see them. Well, this is the trouble with why a UK franchise is not necessarily any any good because anyone who's actually interested in American football in theory already has a team. Yeah. So to then suddenly have to switch to a new team because it's the local team doesn't necessarily make actual sense. I don't know. I think it's a it's a tricky one to to call actually because on one hand you're right that the majority of people who are going to be going will already have a team and they're just going so that they can see an NFL game but I think the amount of fanfare they produce around it does mean that there will be new people coming into watching the sport so hopefully that will give them someone to cheer for but I suppose it all depends on how many people actually do get drawn into it how many new fans will they generate from doing these things because people aren't going to be spending 50 quid on a ticket for something they don't know anything about but hopefully it will get some new, new fans in I think so. I think the Jags, there's <clears throat> something I read saying about how the Jags fan base is one of the most international because obviously it's not just Britain's team. Apparently they've become sort of like Europe's team as well because of it. So they've got people coming over to London from Germany and stuff because it is still their closest yeah. trip um, to see a game rather than going all the way to the States. Um, oh, he's there. Is he there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, he's there. Look at that. Oh, and he's fucking. Ooh. He's got his bloody camera on and yeah, everything. Turn that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. you! Don't fuck about, do you? <laughs> You're right to podcast right now. Yeah. yeah that's what I said cool. right now. Don't let me get my stats or anything ready. No. Uh-huh. Well, it was. It was just literally a thing where um, we didn't actually have any time. We've been trying to do this all week, and we just kept forgetting about it, and things kept coming up. And then suddenly, it's like Matt's got 20 minutes before he has to have sex. So this is it. This is the. This is the window. I have. Well, I've just I've just stopped having sex just to do this podcast. Well, there you go. That's that's it's a good I've, thing you I've had your clothes on those uh, those yeah. three seconds that we saw. <laughs> yeah. We were just so we're talking about obviously the Jags game um, that mm-hmm. we all went to, and asked, so I asked uh, Matt who he was supporting if anybody was he was there and he said nobody really but he oh, was good. more into it for the the fancy points actually because he had plays in the game and uh, knew Rich had plays in the game. But uh-huh. I, I contested that he should have at least supported the Jags for the same reason that you support the Jags, which is I, I bet. Yeah, I barely knew he was a Green Bay supporter. Turning up in his office uniform. Yeah, exactly. Sure. The only man in the entire stadium wearing uh, <laughs> wearing chinos. <laughs> that shows up to a to a football game in chinos. Unless you're in a box, that doesn't really. Uh, that's that's not kosher. It was so, quite high up. 
<laughs> yeah, but I still found you with the camera. That's that's two years in a row that I've been able to find somebody in the opposite side of the stadium. We were very did you, close did you get a better place. camera? Cause no, it's the same you... camera. Okay, you got him really clearly. Yeah, I think it was. Uh... I'm just in more high definition. <laughs> it was. I think it was um, maybe because it was slightly lighter outside, so there was just better, better light to see. Because last time it was just like three. You all had your phone flashlights on. That's pretty yeah. much all we could see. What, what do you think, Kate? Do you think they're getting more Jaguars fans just by doing this? Because Matt was sort I... of saying how most of the people going to see the games are NFL fans already, and so they will already have a team. So whether or not it, it's debatable, whether or not they will get themselves many new fans. But um, I think I, apparently lots of there's lots of stats saying that that's true. But I think that's more there's just more NFL fans in general. Mm. Um, I think all the fan bases are slightly going up. Uh, but no, I I think there is. Um, there was two women behind us in Bortles t-shirts who clearly were a lesbian couple. But then there was also next to us were a lesbian couple in Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay, everything actually. So Hats, you, gloves. Are, are you implying that there is a, a correlation between being a lesbian and being an NFL fan? Is that the? I think so. Yes. <laughs> I don't think there's many single women that are NFL fans. Oh, so I don't know. I, I, they're either lesbians or got into it by their partners the problem with that is is i'm now at an age where i don't really know many single women i can't think of off the top of my head oh anything. they're saying that nav yeah nav, that's true nav's a single woman she's a single lady but i think she prefers cfl she's a north american which well, she's canadian yeah this is an issue yeah but we'll have to we'll have to ask her next time she comes on the podcast by the way are we recording now yeah we're recording now okay this is all this, right, cool. this, this is how all the engaging conversations come out Let's let's do a quick eight minute whip through the uh, weekend's games. Yeah. Um, so who have we got then? Who's who is in? Oh, are we looking at the, the games that are about to happen or the games that happened last week? About to. About to happen. Right. Game okay. Well, we got the juggernaut game. The the top two. The Bears. The second week in a row will be playing the top team. They beat the Bush Babies were top last week and then they beat them. Absolutely. And he's he's playing me this week and he's going to beat me. Yeah, Your yeah. team is scary. Thanks. Firstly, Todd Gurley, you picked up because I think it was Black Country Rangers dropped yep. them, and I've no, I I think it was just there was no deadline when he was going to be coming back. I put in for waivers for him, but you were, had a better waiver priority. I was like, oh, all right, that's fine. Then I tried to get I think I tried to get Willie Sneed, I, yeah. I, and then you picked him up. I tried to pick Jordan Reed up this week. <laughs> I thought, oh, no one's going to try and pick Jordan Reed up. It's his bye week. No, you picked him up. Um, and then my next priority, I think, was the Packers' defense. But because you're one space below me, you pick them up as well. So, fuck you. <laughs> did you get St- uh, Stefan Diggs off of the waiver wire? Was that I a... did, yes. That was, and that was just a, a sort of a punt one? It was like, it, this guy, could he has potential? Or was that actually after a, a good week? I think he'd been he'd done too good. I, I was aware of the first week, but then you sort of kind of think, mm, uh, yeah. could one off and then he'd done it the second week and he went all through waivers no one picked him up because I, I think I looked at him and thought it's just going to be like Alan Hearns was last year you know it's just like I'm not going to chase that and turns out it's been a bit more consistent consistent enough for me to offer a trade which you immediately rejected I can't remember it was four but it was just like nah yeah uh, Jordan Matthews I think so yeah nah fucking pants. Although, you've got Lamar Miller on your bench was that, do, a, yeah. was that a one week trade with Adam yeah, it was. It was the effort to try and uh, help Adam beat Chris. All right. <laughs> which, which, to be fair... I think trade... you were 50% of his points, weren't you? Yeah, the trade worked well. It was just that Adam's team was... I mean, basically... <laughs> Beyond stopped, help. I stopped him being on the spreadsheet. See, I think that's a much more interesting <laughs> matchup this week, is uh, Kangaroo at Permafrost versus Black Country Rangers. That's the, that's a huge game. <laughs> I think every one of your games is a huge game for you. I think there's just so much potential in my team and they just keep failing to do anything at all. I, oh, I, yeah. I'm happy with the fact that um, you know Richard Rogers is, a, as a tight end, the tight end's a weak position. How do, you feel about, Jenkins. how do you feel about Dion Lewis getting 17.2 on your bench? Yeah, I was annoyed at that. I sent Matt a message this morning. Um, and I said basically, I just said the only person that I can think to blame is Tom Brady. So that's I'm I'm happy with that. But you have Eddie Lacy and Charizard West. Yeah. Uh huh. See, I think Charizard West still got potential there. Um, it was he basically does. Uh, I was just literally just looking at the the injury issues, and the one that seemed least playable was uh, was Dion Lewis. Uh, I think he... he was 
it was very very questionable until about two hours before the game but because the game was at 12 then yeah. you need to have been online at half 10 to yeah. happen to have caught it and it that, yeah, yeah it was exactly that sort of situation where it's like i looked at it in the late afternoon and then it's like right i'm going to work tomorrow so i'm off to bed and uh there, there it was I, I, no i wasn't going to bed it was um I had to go pick my wife up because we were, that oh. was last last night, wasn't it? And I like yeah. message Matt. It's like, oh, we can't do the podcast. I got to go pick my wife up from work and did that. And then we sat down and watched some sort of TV show. And uh, that was, was that. Yeah, I was watching it, and then it literally popped up, and it was like in the first two minutes, and he was already on like five point four. I was like, fucking hell, this this fucking guy, fucking Brady, Jesus Christ. I, I and did was... watch. I did watch some of it last night. It was <laughs> just just. Patriots just throwing it and catching it and Miami not no. quite going back to how they were but yeah. trying to be how they are now but because the Patriots are good and not some of the rubbish teams they've played, they just seem to get nowhere yeah. um, Realistically, do you think they're going to go 16-0 Patriots? No You don't think? No. I mean they are have they, they played the, have they played the Packers yet? No See, when do they play them? If they play them. Yeah, oh, if. That's true. Uh, okay. If I check Stu's team for Green Bay players, then I oh, yeah, check. There you go. <laughs> they're, they're all there. Let's check the schedule. I was waiting for that. I no, see you, you, uh, you they beat don't. Me out. I tried to do a double waiver this week, and uh, you beat me out on the, your, your kicker. I finally decided I'd had enough of Vinatieri. It's like, I can't do with it. Andrew Luck is so bad, he's not even going to get within kicking range. So. Eddie Lacey has glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie likes his glasses and he's, got, he's so fat it's unbelievable I have never seen that I've never seen that I had this weird perception that Eddie Lacey was sort of like looked kind of like Adrian Peterson but with a little bit like had like dreads or something that was it he just like looked like Adrian Peterson with dreads and then I because I've never had him before and then I picked him up it's like he wears glasses and he's so fat so like you've never seen any running back that looks like Eddie Lacey it's ridiculous um, so how do you feel about having Vinatieri in the seventh round and then just dropping him do you, uh, will you be taking a kicker that early next year? Depends if it's Goss. It depends if 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 Goss's there, I probably will. But Play, players also available at this point were Devonta Freeman, Alan Robinson. I wouldn't. No have one ta- else. I wouldn't have moved. taken Freeman because I he, he sat on my bench for most of last year and did nothing at all. And I, and I heard heard again stuff. It's like oh, he's going to be good this year. And I was like, well, they said that last year and they didn't. So I would have taken Alan Robinson because he did sort of produce. If that was the best of the three, I mean, it's like, it's like uh, Gostowski put up twelve points this week. You know. That's more than any of my kickers have done so far, I think. So, Calvin Johnson, I think, is going to have a big week. Should do. I think both the the Lions will, because they've got a new offensive coordinator, and I think they're just going to throw. Because I mean, they're the, going to the, use their expensive pieces. That's always a really interesting uh, thing to look at. Because Matt, this when Matt offered me the trade for Miller, it was this: they've got a new coordinator coming in, and it looks like they're going to run it a bit more. And it sort of looked at it, it's like, how are they going to, you know? It, is it really going to change that much? I'm sure there'll be a spike in numbers, but is it really worth it? So I decided it wasn't going to be that much of a difference. So that's why I traded Miller away. And that obviously backfired, but what can you do? It's like just one of those things. Like you don't really know how new coordinators are going to change stuff. But for, for that, I think it was the, the timing because you were looking at Crowell and he'd had like three good weeks out of yeah. five. And that, that looks pretty good. And now when you look at it, it's three good weeks out of seven. And that yeah. looks a bit... Mm. This, it's, the, it's the Stefan Diggs thing again. It's like, you know, he's he's been he's been okay, but is this just a flash in the pan? So I thought, you know, it actually might work out and it didn't work out, but there we go. So all right, I've got the entire rest of the, uh, the Green Bay Packers to, to rely on now, so... <laughs> And they're going to the Super Bowl, so yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's it. I'll just I'll just ride their coattails. So it's just wins from here on out, wins the rest of the rest of the season. But as uh, Adam pointed out, this actually I think this is this a game for last place now? Whoever no, loses it, this it, will end up in last place. No, it's the battle for the biggest losing streak. Oh, okay. Right. So he'll have lost four in a row, which is more than everybody else if he loses to you. Because you'll have finally stopped your nine game losing streak. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> It's it's been a it's been a good run, as I so, yeah as I said this is uh, the, uh, the weekend this this might be the end of the Kangaroos at Permafrost as we know it. Maybe the names just run its. Will you be keeping Permafrost? Oh, or is it that depends. It's well? like if you end up moving to Guatemala, then there's not really much permafrost in Guatemala, is there? So you got you got to have a, a name that relates uh, to your area. It's like the Lakers in where are they now? Oh, uh, not oh. Oakland, L.A. There's yeah. no lakes in L.A. So this is just stupid. You no, know, you can't take a franchise somewhere, but 
keep the name. You gotta you gotta adjust accordingly. Well, cabbage heads, Hitman. Hitman have not done amazingly well this year. They are no distinctly average. But cabbage heads are on fire at the moment. They're yeah. on a, a three-game win streak, which is all their wins. <laughs> And to be, fa- well, to be yeah. fair, you could probably just call it a two-game win streak because the last one was against me. So, but then again, they have lost Foster this week. Oh, that's true. So I don't know who he picked up in replacement. There's Abdullah in the liner, which is oh, that could be it. Not particularly useful. Yeah, they got three running backs. They're they're cycling through. Yeah, none of them have done amazingly well or consistently well. Yeah, there's no one on his bench that could be a better replacement. Marco Murray and Darren Sproles both on both on bye. Yeah, that's his only uh, option. But then Hitman had picked up Kiri Robinson, which is again not an I was really tempted about I was really tempted about Kyrie Robinson. He's someone who I, I look at a lot. Like all like all of last year and all this year I keep seeing the same thing, I should get him and it just no, it's like nah like in the end it's just not It's pure coin toss. It's yeah. touchdown good, no touchdown, awful. The other, the other one that I always look at is Dree Archer as well. It's just like there, there's theoretically a lot of potential there, and it's just it's, it's a waste. It's like that one time when I owned um, Jared Hay for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have him anymore? No, I, it was, it was no. actually an ad drop. Yeah, I was like, I need to have him, and then I got him. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? And I dropped him. <laughs> the other that, interesting uh, thing about okay. Hitman is Des Bryant's back this week. And he's not in the team. But Castle's thrown to him, right? Yeah, but, you know, Brian over Mike Wallace. Yeah, I don't I know, think, against the Bears. With um, Stefan Diggs sort of being the, the guy yeah, at the moment. Diggs is the go-to guy. So, which I think that, that worked out, um, unfortunately, for uh, Rich. I think it's, you know, he picked up Wallace and that was a good pick in the first week or two, but... It's just not worked out. Is that he's almost like the the, the Minnesota version of uh, James Jones? It's like you know he's the veteran who has the experience, and so theoretically should actually do well, and it's not worked out. They went with the new guy instead. You tend to be a sort of over the top type receiver as well, and obviously when that doesn't work, they give it to the other guy. Okay, so cabbage heads hit men. Who's winning? I think cabbage heads. Projected says Hitman. I think if he think puts Brian, he puts Brian in. Then I'm going to hit men. I'm going to go cabbage heads. I'd love them to come all the way back and get him playoff positions. <laughs> well, he's because... got the he's got the Broncos defense. They're the guys that are winning the games. But then again, they're against Green Bay, so it would be a PSA to never give up, even if you're 0 four. <laughs> we well, just tap back onto the um, the bottom of the the close people as well now. Yeah, right. Uh, Gates well. and Spartans, better for your balls. Is next in my list. There's some already huge points after one game. Yeah, but that's bloody Brady. I don't like that Brady's doing well because I have to listen to Chris talk about how Brady's doing well. Yeah. The lowest points he's had this season is 22.48. He's in the top 20s. This is the first time he's gone into 30s, but... I feel I should almost let next year pick him up purely okay. so he will do badly. Because I know that as soon as he's on my team, because it's fucking Brady, he'll just choke and choke and choke and it'll be like, fucking hell. Can you make a bot team that just picks up Patriots players? <laughs> That'd be really good. Just call them like what the new new uh, the New England Sucktriots or something. Sucktriots. I'd just go with the New England Patriots. <laughs> I'd like to see them at the bottom. I think Bedford Shabbos are going to win this one. It, well, Antonio Brown has a shocking past week, but Roethlisberger's back. Oh. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible. I know Freeman puts up like another thirty-point game. Yeah, I'd say that was probably a better... Yeah, Bevership will probably win that. But I was uh, looking at the Forte thing, it's just jogged my memory. Um, there's this really, I, I'm sure other teams do similar stuff, but obviously just follow the Vikings. Um, they've got a thing where um, the, one, the defensive end, Brian Robison, he does like um, an interview every every week. I don't, don't know if I mentioned this at the, the game last week, but every week Not he goes sure. around in the... Um, he talks during, like on game day. You know when they like all the press come in and they ask all the questions about how you're going to do today. What are you, what are your objectives for the game day and all that stuff? Yeah. Uh, he goes around and he does the same thing, but he asks like stupid questions to like all the players, okay. and it's much more interesting because not only is he asking interesting questions, he's also 
he's a player as well and so there's like obviously just like a, a you know they're friends and sort of joking about and stuff so there's less of the social barriers in the way so it's really interesting yeah. so um in the past he's done like uh, which player on the team would you allow to date your sister which one would you allow um and all that stuff and because it's halloween this week he um he went around and he asked people uh which player's face on the team would make the best halloween mask nice and so I was just, I was literally just like looking at Matt Forte. He's obviously playing against the Minnesota defense. And no one said in all of the, all the people he asked, no one said Chad Greenway. And I, I personally think that Chad Greenway's got the scariest face in the NFL. Like when he puts on like his, his serious aggressive face, it's just really, there's nothing, he's not like ugly or anything, but there's just like, it's the most menacing face ever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I wonder if all teams do that. Cause I know that the Jags had one with Scobie. It was called kicking it with Scobie. Mm. And he'd go around and ask, certain players stupid questions yeah not even like that it'd just be like what's your ringtone yeah right now right, stuff like that yeah yeah and so, yeah because he was going around i think one week he was um what's your most embarrassing song that you've got on your ipod you know that sort of stuff and then getting nice. them to sing it i'm sure most teams must do it just purely because it's you know uh it, for the social media side of it it's the sort of thing that will generate fan interaction and whatnot but yeah his is called um 96 questions with b-rob and i thought it's sort of like a joke where it's like it's 96 because he's number 96 but he only, ah. asks, he only asks one question so it's funny uh, yeah it's hilarious but yeah the actual the actual thing is good but the i suppose the joke of the name isn't that good but it's a terrible punchline yeah um yeah well it looks like we've lost matt i think i think uh, i think the lady has has arrived i did actually ask him if, if she wanted to be on just so she could provide some input. Is, it, is sure. this his like wife or girlfriend? No, I have no date? idea who this is. It's oh, like, wait, was it? What was? Is he on a date? No, I'm not really. Sure. It's, it's a liaison, as far as I'm aware. Oh, a sexual liaison. He's or hired her. Yeah, probably. Okay. I think what, what were we talking about? Um, about Matt wearing suits. I can't remember where what? that got mentioned. Was it? Was it on this or something? No, no, I don't know. So, so we knew him as a suit guy in university. Yes, and we believe that. We, reason... Yes, we were on the underground. Was that it? And it was like, yes. uh, oh yeah, we're on the uh, we're on the underground, and he was, uh, and we had a feeling that it might have been to try and like be more attractive and stuff. Yeah, to, to the, that was right. Sex, but Adam was like, as far as I'm aware, that never worked. Um, but yeah, so he, he, all of his liaisons seem to occur in foreign countries. So I don't know if actually what he's doing is... He puts <laughs> he's just making suit, it up. Yeah, he puts on a suit and flies to another country and then pretends to be a wealthy businessman on a, tri on a trip or something. That's pretty baller. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the first time that I've heard of him actually having... As far as I'm aware, she's English. I don't know, she might be Latvian. But <laughs> he's flown her over on Ryanair for, for a classy weekend now. But she accepts pound sterling. Yeah, well, she, okay. she'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really bad if this turns out to be the marriage material and we just made fun of her being an Eastern Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. They get married in a few years. And, yeah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, we, we, we thought you were an escort from another country, but never mind. <laughs> Even worse, if she actually turns out to be an escort from a European country and, and then they just get married. I can't wait. You should do their speech at their wedding. I did a go. I did one. At, First time um, I heard about you. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did. Uh, I did, um, did the speech at um, right on over Wolsey. Yeah, his, I was the best man at that, and I did a whole speech. And I just mentioned how we both got off to be in a we hike to, to have a, a group sexual encounter with some rather older people, which we nice. politely turned down. Mm. That went down really well. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I could uh, do something with uh, with Matt's wedding. Okay. <laughs> so Matt, Matt, you getting when you listen to this later, you're getting married to this girl now. Just so you know. Nice. What's speech. her name? No idea. Oh, <laughs> it's all very secret. Yeah. But there we go. Do we? Should we tag someone else in? Is there anyone else available? Uh, I don't know. We could. Oh, we didn't actually choose one, did we? We, oh, we, we didn't did, even I, choose. I, I chose Bedfordshire. I think so as well. well Is your wife going to get she will the be, punter's yeah. jersey? I think. I think probably because what be we try and do every year is get one extra piece of merchandise to wear so maybe she will get a jersey you might have to get that custom done i don't know if yeah. they sell them well so my dad obviously got it done for my, for my shirt which i was the thing I, I i if he just said i'm gonna get you this what would you like i would have gone with like pars or cyprian or something because he but it's something that he always does i think he's a fan of customizer like personal customization yeah so he's in the past he's bought me like um chicago blackhawks jersey um full ice hockey jerseys and you know football jerseys and stuff and it's always got like my name on the back and i always yeah. think i get the intent 
but I would rather it actually had one of the actual players on the back because it's a bit weird when you're skating around with somebody or walking around with somebody else's jersey on that has your name on it. Like if yeah. it was my team, as in like my hockey team or my soccer team or something, I wouldn't mind if my name was on it. But it's, you know, I don't play for the Jags. I don't play for the Blackhawks. I play for Preston, you know. So I, if, if it is said, you know, what name do you want? Cause I, I might have even gone with um, Scobie. <laughs> I yeah, like that's uh, that would have been really funny. Been, if you've got that's really... the one you got as a present, and then he gets he gets booed. <laughs> well, well, you know, we were talking about next next year. We should all just go as um, team umpire. Team, oh, what the just the zebras? Yes, yeah, so we always go as all go as zebras, and then every every single time they get involved, we all just cheer the decision. <laughs> Good officiating, <laughs> yeah. Well thrown on that flag, that sort of thing. Look at the distance on the flag. <laughs> ah. Exactly, it'd be amazing. We're going under the hood. <laughs> Start chanting under yeah. the hood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be, it'd be really cool because you're okay. all, you're always going to win when you go as the umpires. Not always. Always. <laughs> no, I think you might end up some fights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shut so up, okay, don't I'm gonna... talk back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say balls. Balls for that one. Uh, Sussex yeah. Thunder looting the Asbubs. Just looking at the quarterbacks, it's going to be looting. Uh, but they've not had it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get a trade with Sussex Thunder going. He is so delayed with replying to me. I want to trade him, uh, Doug Martin, because he, for his like he's got Bishop Sankey in. Bishop Sankey's third on the depth chart. Mm. He's not going to get points. Doug Martin for Tyler Eifert because he's already played his tight end. Tyler Eifert is not doing anything on his bench. I, I think he also played someone who was on bye last week. Um, who or who was out? Shut up! You did the same last week. I didn't play anybody who was on bye. Yeah, you play someone who was inactive. No, yeah, he's, he was injured, but he only he only got declared as not playing like two hours before the game, so that's what I can do. Because I, I at the whole time I couldn't access access um the it wasn't until internet. we got to the pub afterwards I can get yeah I can go onto the internet, yeah. which was really frustrating. So because the first thing that happened was I met Matt and Matt was like, oh that guy's not playing. I was like, fuck, <laughs> so I couldn't do anything about it. It was so frustrating. I think this one's going me out of Bob's way. But then Aaron Rodgers is playing the Denver defense, who is the best defense this year. Yeah, but so there could be a few interceptions. I mean, well, he's not going to be able to throw it as much. I think uh, that's going to be a problem, which is why I've got an issue because I've got obviously just wide receivers from Green Bay. Um, but the I think the run should be sort of okay. But yeah, it's going to limit his scoring, I guess. The only the only positive is that the Denver offense is so bad you know he's going to get a lot of opportunities to try and get through it so you know i i think i might even play carson palmer instead of rogers this game if that was me now he's been carson. quite good recently hasn't he he has and he's playing the browns yeah i mean but look at that consistency though never below 15 never much above 20 either but that's just that's the sort of quarterback that i would want you know i don't want 40 points yeah but that cost you a first rounder what carson palmer no, oh, is that who you're looking at? Carson yeah. Palmer? Oh, okay. It just so happened that Aaron Rodgers also hasn't gone under 15. But his lowest is 15. So that's why I thought you were looking at him. No, yeah, so... But that's the sort of thing where... When when did uh, when did Carson Palmer get picked up? Do you have that on your... I presume that's uh, uh, an actual draft uh, pick. Uh, yeah, give me uh, three seconds. I'm guessing she picked him up. 11th round. See, that's, that's an amazing pick. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody would have guessed to pick up Carson Palmer. The, the QBs either side of Carson Palmer was Eli Manning and Marcus Mario was the other side. Yes, that was when I was picking my reserve one, so I guess she did the same because, yeah, she took Aaron Rodgers, what, round one? So Yeah, it, it went Eli Manning, then Carson Palmer, and then Marcus Mario. That's sort of what I wanted, you know, when I was having so many issues with Peyton Manning. I was sort of, like, searching around. I was like, Can I, just, I just want someone who's going to put a reliable number of points on. They don't need to be big points, but I just want someone who will score points every week because right now none of my players are doing that. Watching you get pressured into taking Peyton Manning in the fifth round was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen, I've ever heard. That was literally, I think it's the only time I've ever actually made a panic decision. Yeah, because Guskowski went. For you. Well, yeah, I mean that that was fair enough. It's like at the time, it seemed like it was basically a choice between Hauschka and Vinatieri, and Vinatieri had the slightly better accuracy from the year before, but he's been totally neutered by the fact that. You know the offense is so bad they can't even get him within. And he's forty-two. Well, you know, age doesn't really matter when you're a kicker. You know, as long as you can kick it, that's that's what we need to do. 
And, and the thing is, like, I would make the same choice again, given the opportunity of a kicker, not, you know, would I choose Vinatieri or a different player is if I in the choice between kickers. I would just still have taken him. Not now, obviously, but at the time. Yeah, but, yeah. I, would you... Uh, let's, okay, I'll ask you some questions at the end. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to come on here and I've wanted to ask everybody questions who are on it, but there's no Adam or Matt. So. No, no Adam or Matt. <laughs> Adam, Adam's always busy on a Friday and, and Matt had his lia- liaison, so... You can be the voice of the people. Yeah, no, fair enough. Okay. So we we agree Miazovs for that Miazovs, one? Miazovs, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think Odell Beckham's going to put up some points, but there's no one else on the team that's really jumping out at me to do very much. The next up, well, lastly, is River Wolves against Bush Babies. Oh, and yes, Bush Babies are already on 27, uh, 24.7, with 17.3 from Gronk and 7.4 from LeGarrette Blount. Not bad. No, I mean, it's... It's annoying to look at that and see like his number one RB is Legarrette Blount because that you know I think I picked him up last year and he actually put up a good number of points at the end of the year and it's like he's, why has he only got seven point four? It's like oh yeah because the guy that's sitting on my bench put up all the other points but there we go <laughs> and I'm always staggered to look at Bush Baby's roster and it's like he's got Gronkowski sitting there and Gary Barnage sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you should probably try and sell and I, I would. If I was him, I would just get rid of Barnage. Just, I wouldn't get rid. I'd not, offer not get rid a of, trade. But, you know, I would. I would trade him high. What would you try and get? Running back, wide receiver, a new QB. Oh, I mean, he's, he's got Roethlisberger. So Roethlisberger's been okay, isn't he? Beyond I'd aim his... for a running back. I'd aim for someone who's looking for a tight end, but has got a lot of running back depth. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like Blount, yeah. Yeah, I mean Alfred Blue is his RB two. Yeah. <laughs> I I he could do well. With Foster out, but Foster was out at the beginning of the season. And yeah. Blue, Blue didn't Which is show his true colours. Blue and he didn't do anything. So, yeah, that's that's probably a good call. Well, who the fuck is that kicker? Coon. Coons. <laughs> I've never heard of that guy, ever. Yeah, I would say her highest scoring player would got to be. Well, you don't know if Danny Woodhead's gonna have a great game like he did last last week. He's been really, okay. he's, he, there's been a couple of players that I've liked seeing who did badly last year. Gore, Woodhead. I mean, Woodhead broke his leg, but you know Frank Gore did badly, and they've come back, and people have written them off, and they're actually doing really well this season. Crabtree, I'm going to say Fitzgerald's going to have a great game. I reckon two touchdowns, twenty-two points. Was it Cleveland's worst at? Is it the run though, or is it wide receiver? Was Cleveland worst at? Yeah, winning in defense. <laughs> oh. I think it's going to be a high-scoring day for Mason Crosby. Um, as as I said, the Den- Denver defense is pretty strong, so I think Green Bay will probably kick quite a few points. Uh, Cleveland Browns average fantasy points against running backs twenty-six point oh three. That's not bad. Yeah, so yeah, so. play running backs against Cleveland. Yeah, she it's running backs get an average uh, get twenty-six. She has two running backs playing Cleveland. She has both of Arizona's running backs and wide receivers. Oh, they're way down there. She's playing Darren McFadden against Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't blame her. Yes, it's Seattle, but yeah, with they, Joseph terrible. Joseph Randall was out. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what's your backup? Christine Michaels, which I'm pretty sure is like the Seahawks washed up. I think he's like 35 as well. What? I do apologise. Christine Michaels is 24. Uh, so who do you think's winner? I think. Oh yeah, I think Banger. Oh sorry, hold on. I need to get off the Owen Towers website. <laughs> Actually no, uh, I don't. I think I think uh, I think Nav will win that. You think? Yeah. I, mean, that, I am gonna say. That game I think Roethlisberger is gonna tear it up. Yeah, and that that game is actually it'll be a really good one to watch. Is um, actually Cleveland Arizona because the number of players that are playing in that game for both these teams. Because I think effectively his best players already played. <laughs> Gronk. Yeah. Or Blunt. Gronk. I think and Coons is gonna tear it up. <laughs> I've never Co- heard of him. Co- <laughs> Coons the, is going to stomp onto the screen. I'm the guy Everyone's... that knows about the kickers, and I've never heard of whatever his first name is, Coons. Travis. Travis Coons. Travis. Of course it's Travis Coons. God, I don't think I've ever seen a more redneck player, except for possibly Jared Allen. He's got some lovely hair. <laughs> Slicked back. <laughs> Travis Coons. Travis Coons, he's not, he's not kicked to 50-plus this year. <laughs> I like how... Adam knows more about the Cleveland Browns than anything. It's crazy how he just all the players that he knows in the NFL are all Cleveland Brown players. Hike, like you can just mention a really obscure name, like the third 
quarterback on a team. And he'd be like, oh yeah, and they'll be able to list all their stats because they, he played for the Cleveland Browns like five years ago. It's crazy. <laughs> so I'm sure he would know all about Travis Coons, but if he was here now, we could ask him about Travis Coons. So wait, so who are you going for? Bang? Um, <laughs> I would say, I'm going to say Bush Babies. I'd like River Wars to win, but I, I think Bush Babies. Travis Coons never heard of him. Panthers defense. Don't keep looking at Coons. <laughs> a kicker, a kicker is such a wasted position. We have to go stay at the airport again. Yeah. I think we should uh, add an extra thing for kickers. If they miss a field goal, they minus a point. That actually, that's not a bad suggestion. Then you have to have a an accurate kicker. You could be winning, and then oh no, you've got no. Jason Myers. You <laughs> missed a point after. Minus one point. That's that. I, I I'm very interested in that suggestion. Actually, I like that. I've got plenty more if you'd like to hear it. Well, it's, oh, it's still the big one for me is trying to figure out what to do about keepers because it's just so complicated for that. Is it complicated? I, th I think it is. I think it's the, because it, there's no strict rule for it, so we have to come up with all of our own rules for it. So. That's what's strict about it. I'm, I'm great at coming up with rules. You can keep two players, but it costs you one plus the draft position you got them from. So if they if you pick them up in a second round, it'll cost you a first round to keep them. I mean that's fine. That that that's simple enough. But then it's when you start looking and, at players who are purely from the waiver wire or who started off as free agents, or do you then just lose you can your... only keep a player if you pick them up before week six or pick a week. I said week six because it's so early on that it's also if if a player gets injured at the end near the end, do you keep them just to have them for next year or? Yeah, and then so what about stuff like Jordy Nelson? Jordy Nelson, as long as you've picked him up before week six. You can keep him? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's sat you're, wasting a bench you're, position. You're, you're willing to sacrifice the bench position? Okay, uh, so, yeah. so what about players who, if you pick them up off the waiver wire in week one or week two, and mm -hmm. so they didn't have a draft position, just, do you just lose your last draft round place? I think that's I think that's a week 15. Anything picked up off waiver before the week six is a round 15. Round 15, yeah. I mean, that that's, that sounds simple enough, but I'm, just, I'm sure that there's something that will come back. It's like, oh, this has gone wrong. It's like, fuck. Something broke it. But yeah, no, because I think I would like to do it. I'd also like to throw the idea at you to make it a PPR league where you get half a point per reception. So if a wide receiver catches the ball and then runs five yards, instead of getting 0.5, he gets one point because mm -hmm. you have to add the 0.5 for getting the extra points. The, the reason I ask that is it will give more running backs more option for points. Because a yeah. lot of teams have, they, some teams have a running a, a bell cow running back. Some will have a starting running back for the first two downs, and then they'll have a third down running back and for passing downs. Yeah. So that that running back could get passed to get the point five plus any yards they make. It leaves it has more running backs I mean, in it, the system. It, you'll, you'll be able to sort of get yeah. I mean, obviously Peterson that won't really affect him because he's not doing any catching. He's just running it, but it will open up. No. It will open up the third and fourth string running backs who sort of yes. run them more. Yeah, the power backs. Yeah, that will be in there for running, for catching and stuff. Yeah, no, I I didn't think of it in a sense of combining the two scoring systems because I was I was I had contemplated PPR, mm. but only in the sense of PPR. Oh, um, so what you don't get points for the yards? Exactly. You just get... Yeah, which really? which. Uh, I, well, that's how I think. But if that's actually how it works, then I, I quite like that idea. Yeah, because we're now. I think we're now starting to get into the stage where people are clamouring for running backs. Yeah. People are getting injured. It's the clear who the running back's going to be. Where with wide receivers, every week on the waiver wire, a new wide receiver comes out as oh, he's the guy. Yeah. You know, we we discussed the idea of introducing the um the return specialist position. Yes. And that I still, what, you know is I, that I, is on. that a position or is that something you can add to wide receivers or running backs I th that's the thing is like i looked into it and there didn't seem to be the ability to c just create a all i thought i would need to do was go into like the the metrics part of the the website and just say like ads return. you know uh, another return position shots. and just yeah basically yeah, um add the points for how many returning yards are made off of a kick but I, it didn't seem to be that easy so i sort of just left it because i didn't want to just break the system the week before we drafted if you do find it, I think the standard is you get one point for every 25 yards returned. Right. I think that's how it's. Well, that's how they work if, it. If, if we do the PPR, that will actually... Because the whole point of doing that was trying to open it up to more running backs anyway. So the yeah. running backs who only do that or the wide receivers that only do that. But if we mm. actually do 
PPR, then that will actually negate the need to have that position because it will open up the third down guys or the, you know... Yeah, which and the slot receivers, yeah. the ones that just do the short little dump-offs. Yeah, they don't get any, you know, they might only make two yards, which will end up as, yeah, point. And while I've got you here as well, yes. what about adding tight end into the flex position? So you could play two tight ends. I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, that's fine. I don't I'm just think so. throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. No, I mean, that's... that's I don't for know people, that's even For people like Bush Babies, yeah. where they have two tight ends, yeah, they fine. could play <laughs> I think, I think the Carnage if, Carnage. If right now, if that was a thing, the Bush Babies would be winning every week just just off of... Who's their flex at the moment? I don't know. Travis Benjamin. Sorry, I'm already looking in uh, scoring <laughs> settings. <laughs> I mean, that's something which I'm... Uh, do we want to have that, that trade time? Does anybody even really care about that? Like the trade reject time? Trade reject time. Yeah, so everyone gets to vote and say no. I mean, could, should we shorten it? Should we lengthen does it? Does that does that mean we can just get our players quicker? Yeah, I I'd mean, like to be there for at least a day. Yeah, so well, the, the minimum see. time is actually one day. Yeah, because um, it, it's good because you also see the messages because there's a message within it. It might say a oh, one week trade, and then yeah. you know, oh, that's a one week trade. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to open that up for the tight end because tight ends are kind of worthless. For the most part, there's not really been yeah. any except for. There's only a handful of good yeah. ones. And so I don't know. Oh, if that oh, would oh, be oh. Good okay. Bad. What about on the waiver wire? Instead of the team who's doing the worst, they have you have a, like a bid system. Mm. It's called. Um, but you start off with, let's say, $100, mm. and you spend that money on waivers. So if you need, if you're desperately need a player, you put more money towards it and you can outbid them, but you're then left with less money being able to pick other people up later on is that like does that carry over from week to week so you start the yes season yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah you don't get 100 a week you get 100 throughout the season for the season and then so if you spend 100 dollars on your first week to pick up a guy that's it for the rest of the season yeah you're pretty much fucked yeah but then is that just for the waiver priority from the first for for tuesday or is that uh, i think it's just anytime there's waivers because so like, you... if someone drops a player you can spend some fab that's it Fab, F A A B, mm. F A B. To be honest, that sounds a little bit like something I wouldn't want to do. <laughs> okay, all right. I li I take in a lot of fantasy media. Yeah. And they talk about different types. Yeah. No, it's a lot of things. Like, I'd like to make it as you know as we go along. I'd like to edit it and mold it to something that we like using. Yeah. Um, okay. So I've got no issues at all with people coming to me with suggestions, but. I think that's that sounds a little bit more complicated than people would want to have. Okay, so, all right know, then. I, I can see I, how people would want to stash players because they've enjoyed using them that year, but the idea of trying to think, you know, should I ration myself? You know, some people just want to log on once a week and set their team and not worry about it. So, all right, let me ask you a question then, as an owner, mm. not as a not as a commissioner. Mm. Let's say you get your first round pick again, knowing what you know now, who do you pick? Oh fuck! I need to actually look up. Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Jamal Charles, Matt Forte, Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson, Aaron Rodgers, then you. What do you pick? So they, they're the ones that have gone. Yeah, let me have a look at the uh, that picture that you posted. God, that's an old picture now, isn't it? Uh, so I went Eddie Lacy. God, that was such a good pick as well. I, to be fair, I probably would have taken Gronkowski at that stage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you look. You got Eddie Lacy. Gronk's the only good one. Andrew Luck has his. I, I, I wouldn't consider taking Andrew Luck at all. Jeremy Hill, no. Marshall Lynch, injured. Leo Jones is okay. Des Bryant, injured. Demarius Thomas, Peyton Manning is sucking. CJ Anderson is doing nothing. Calvin Johnson doing nothing. LaShawn McCoy's been injured. Randall yeah. Cobb's doing nothing. Romo's injured. Brady. Brady's a good shout. I wouldn't take him, though. No? That is why I dislike him so much. If I side with him... I, it always works against me. So like it's like right, I, I would put him in this week and he he will suck. And if I play against him, he will always be good. It's just one of those players, you know. That's just how the luck works. So I just I, I try avoid him as much as possible. I, knowing what I know now, yeah, Gronkowski would have been. He was my sort of choice anyway. And I was just surprised that I got Lacey because I was sort of like looking at it and trying to you know weigh up the options like who's going to be left. And I I imagined that I would be taking Gronkowski because I would have thought all the running backs would have gone anyway. I had a I had a spreadsheet going during our draft and it was the probability of those players falling to me by my next go. Yeah. Um and throughout the throughout the draft I input who's been taken by who and it will start working things out for me. 
and there was a zero possibility chance that I'd get Adrian Peterson in the first round. So that's... I, I don't know if you can see from the picture when I first put it up, but I didn't want Marshall Lynch and I didn't want... There was someone else I didn't want that was predicted to go first. It might have been Matt Forte or something. Forte. See, I would, I, would, I would have taken Forte. I would have been happy with Forte or Peterson. I didn't I didn't want Lynch, I just didn't see him having the same year again. And no. Gronkowski, because I, I didn't want Gronkowski last season because he'd been so badly injured and just like so unlucky with injury. That was just like, uh, he just seemed like a bad deal. And then he put up a, a you know a solid year and was like, actually, maybe he's back. So that's why I would have been happy to, to take him. But it was just like Eddie Lacy fell to me. It was like, why the hell is Eddie Lacy still available? I've got to take him. Yeah. Um, no, you would have, at that time you would have been stupid if you did if you yeah. let him pass. It's crazy that he made it to round round eight. What's the what's the, that doesn't make any sense. It's also is you know it's crazy that Calvin Johnson made it to me again as well. So I was saying like my I was sure that my team was a winning team like all the way up until round eight. After round eight, you start just picking random players. You're sort of looking at who's going to be like the breakout stars of the year. Like, so Darren McFadden was. I'm still holding out for Cameron Ice, but hike. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's that sort of, uh, yeah, I think. And again, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll be less less erratic next season. Maybe it will be more sensible. Because I feel that Teague only picked up Odell Beckham because of the catch, the hype, the yeah, hype. It's just the hype, you know. You oh, went... did you see, did you see the Giants uh, Cowboys game? He almost did it again in the same did, corner. Yeah, yeah, but he missed it. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny if he got that again. Oh, you'd never have heard the end of it. Well, we, we've not heard the end of it now. We need to stop hearing about it. It happened. It was cool. <laughs> Let's get over it. We're gonna. It's. It's like. Um. Do you watch the Damashek stuff? Oh, I can't stand him. Really? I, I can't like, stand Dave Damashek. I really like Dave Damashek <laughs> because he does that other thing. Other than football, baby, he also does um like something about shame, and he sort of like highlights the really stupid stuff that's happened in the week. And this week, one of the things that happened, he was like, "We need to stop talking about the catch." Because otherwise, we're going to take away how special it was. It's like it was awesome. We know it. And it was really special. But if we keep talking about it every time the Giants play, it's not going to be special anymore. It's like, yeah, he's right. It's like it's, we've got to got to calm down about it. <laughs> well, I've got I've got one more question for you. Yeah. Who's going to be the four teams to make the playoffs? Immediate answer: I don't even look at the standings anymore. I have no idea who's where because I'm. I just look at like I just know I'm in last place. Like there's no point in looking at it. So we've got you, Matt, Chris. I'm and surprised then... that Bangor aren't actually higher. But it's, but it's really only, close, isn't it? They're only... Yeah, look how close it so all top, is. Top 14. Matt's going to be one. You're going to be one. And then it's just outside. Who's going to be the best of the rest? You've got three at five and two. You've got one, two, three. Three teams at four and three. And then everyone else except you is at three and four. And then you're yeah. 0 I am loving how even it is. It's, yeah. it's really competitive, which I like. I don't see Chris hanging on. I just... Uh, I don't believe that his team's got the clackers. I don't think he's got the depth. No. I would like to think that Newrich will be in the top four. And Bush Babies. So you're saying Sand Slashers, Bears, Bush Babies. Ooh. I'm going to say Bulls. If you if, if that was the three, I think Bulls. They've got such a good team. They've been really unlucky with their games. 746 points. Yeah, I points. mean, that, those points are ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. I feel that Nav's team is almost actually riding the coattails of that one victory two weeks ago over <laughs> me three weeks ago now like she she had such a huge game then that the numbers are still a bit out of whack from that but the Bulls are a good shout and I want to believe in Adam I just feel like Adam is or Black Country Rangers yeah I feel you know he, he always does something with you know, but I think you might be right actually with the Bulls for teams that actually like I think Adam's good somehow at cobbling things together he doesn't always start out like obviously last year he didn't start out great and this year hasn't been the best mm. but I think that he wouldn't necessarily do badly he is the third lowest scoring team yeah but he's I don't know yeah I think you're right with the Bulls I think for a team that has obvious staying power so I'd say Slan Slashers Bears Bush Babies and Bulls yeah. I would like I, I I have print screened me at the top of this table because it's the first time I've ever been top mm. and I hold two middle fingers up at the NFL's rankings that put me 11th but I've been proud and above it I think I can make playoffs I think I have the depth for it so, that you, so you like stats right? I love stats I, I was thinking about this in the shower the other day 
because that's what you do when you're in the shower. You think about football stats. Be graphical. I would like you, as the stats lover, <laughs> to um, if you could, if it's not too difficult, would you be able to create based off of the draft picks how this year's teams would have looked at the end of last year? Because I I'm fairly sure I picked the best team based off of last year. The draft picks. Oh, this year's draft. Yeah. Picks. So if you look, so if you look at the players that were drafted. And then import okay. their scores from last year. I what do you do about that's... new players? Just leave them out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just leave that. Out. Just just to give like a rough idea. I mean, because I I think of of all the the, the players drafted, uh-huh. uh, for each team, I bet there's enough players in the fifteen rounds that you'd be able to make up the what is it eight players for a team? I feel like mine's going to be tainted. I had Adrian Peterson who got nine points. Well. I got, I've got Carlos Hyde, who is the running back at the moment for what used to be Frank Gore's team. Yeah, I'm, I'm more just interested in how it would work out for me because I think based okay. off of last year, I had the best team at the end of the draft. You wanted me to make so many spreadsheets where it turns out that you're on top for something. I genuinely believe I was the best. <laughs> I am so, I am so angry at how badly my players have done. Okay. I look at my like my first five rounds, except for the tight end, were beautiful. Sorry, first six rounds. Fuck it. Even yeah, the, the, the all the way up until round seven, in fact, was beautiful. You have a good defense. Yeah, defense is good. <laughs> it's just it's so oh, like I was, I was like I said at the game. You know, it was just that draft is enough to give you wood, except then the season started and it was just terrible. And I keep I keep seeing all these stuff going up on on the. Um, uh, on Twitter and stuff about people like oh you know show us show us your 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 teams that did terribly and stuff and I just think God I can't even do it it's so embarrassing how badly my team did the caliber of the team and how badly it was just breaks my heart. See, you don't have a bad team you just have an unlucky team. I do. I don't no no it's not even that I just have a team who hasn't produced like Lacey clearly you know initially because he had a bad start to the year last year and everyone was like oh what's gone wrong with Lacey and then he just started going and so you know I was like oh three games and he's not doing too well. It's like, you know, she's got to get going again. And now it's turned out he's actually holding an injury and he's been playing with an injury. It's like, why isn't that information available? Why is someone not just saying, right, Lacey, just rest up for the first three weeks and then come back in, you know? Why is Peyton Manning being allowed to keep his job? It's like, just like get out, you're terrible, let's bring in someone. It's because he's old as hell and he's, he's grandfathered in at this point. Yeah. I mean, like, tight ends, I, I, I feel of all of the positions... Even kickers, I think the tight end is is the most coin toss. You can, you know, it doesn't matter. You can put in a if it's not Gronkowski, you have no idea what you're gonna get. Ignoring the tight end, I think that was an amazing team that I drafted. So how how did you, how did you feel this um this this year's game was in comparison to last year's game? Oh, uh, oh, the Wembley game. Yeah, I tell you what, this weekend has been the best weekend all year for me. I can't explain how much, how many things just went right and fell into my lap this this weekend. With meeting a player, just with no security or rails around them, um, and then being acknowledged by Blake Bortles, being interviewed by multiple sports networks, and watching the Jags win, it was amazing. Yeah. And I had some cool friends, like people I've never met, people I have met before. Which, um, as a side note, is are you still the person who's met the most EU Griff ballers? Oh, I, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, on the Saturday, um, we, uh, Chris and Liam and I went over to MCM. Mm. Uh, I went to go see Crazy Muffin and uh, Cheddar Fingers. Yeah, you mentioned that actually. Because they were there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably, maybe. I I don't know. I I don't even know who's in the EU anymore. No. I mean, it's, it's like I said, in the Hike. Day, it's just what 343 did. It's not something which I'm hugely involved with anymore. And the decision to move from recreational to competitive just ruined it for me for the for the league. So Yeah, it's it's difficult now. Yeah, okay. But ignoring that. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt I felt the weekend was great. I thought because they only do Regent Street for one international game. Mm. Um, so we had we had fun over there. I've never been to Regent Street. Is it good? Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's it's a London street. They close it off, and they just have you know what they had last year, where they had like a mini combine. They yeah. had they, yeah, it's just like that. There's loads of activities and stuff about. Okay. But yeah, uh, Chris Liam and I were walking down, and Chris and I went to go a competition where you can throw the ball the hardest. Yeah. And it measures it in miles per hour, 
And while we were stood in the line, a guy comes up to us from Sky Sports News and goes, it's all right to grab an interview. So Chris and I did a little interview for them. Uh, and then while we got to the front of the queue, uh, Chris challenged me to whoever could throw the hardest didn't have to buy lunch. Like the mm. loser bought lunch. Uh, and I won by two miles an hour. Um, we were on our way back to the tube station and then a woman comes up to me and goes, oh, hi, I'm Tiffany Blackman from the NFL Network. Is it all right to, to grab an Is interview? Is she the one who... Well, let me let me finish. Yep. She goes, I'm Tiffany, I'm Tiffany Blackman from the NFL Network. I was like, oh, I know who you are. She goes, no, you don't. I went, yeah, you covered the Jags during the draft. You were outside the stadium. And she goes, yeah, I was. You do recognize me. And I went, I know I do. <laughs> So yes, I do know who she is. And it was when she was walking up to me, I was like, is that who I think is? Or is this just another hot black woman? Mm. Um, but no, so she was happy that I recognized her. And then I did my interview for about four minutes and they actually used like seven seconds of it. Yeah. Well, it was the best seven seconds I said to Matt before you came on. I think what you said <laughs> was perfect. And I can't believe that. Because it's, it's what I've been saying all along. It's like when, if people are like, oh, I don't know who I should support. It's like, support the fucking Jaguars. They're the guys who are yeah. coming over every They're year, making the effort. Making the effort. So you should just make the effort back. Yeah. Is that, um, which is why, I mean, you know, I, I'm a Vikings fan, but I make the effort for the Jags because they make the effort for me. So yeah at no stage though did you mention any sort of fantasy football which i feel was a, a wasted opportunity and you, you met all these people and you know spoke to all these people and none of them did you tell about how awesome our fantasy league is and would they like to join I'm <laughs> no sure i we, we could open up roster spots for them i wouldn't mind what, you going think to if, a if i could get gerard Odrick or tiffany blackman in yeah or the guy from sky sports news yeah I, I didn't think about that. I should. So, have. well, who was that thing that Matt posted? Like one of the running backs from a team just joined a random league, and no one. <laughs> oh, Jeremy Hill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just like, there's, I'm sure there's more people than that doing it, but he's the one who's known who's known about it. It's like, yeah, we just have these random players in our league. We would be like the league. <laughs> we would be like, yeah, it would be cool. Have our little so, wasted um, opportunity. Next time, do that. And yeah. then I see across the road from our hotel, you see Blake Balls, you see. Coach Gus Bradley, you see Pozlasny, you see all the big players are just walking to a train station and I lose my shit. I go proper fangirl, like waving my face, taking steps back, <laughs> tearing up. And I, I, I don't know what, and I see them walk just down to a train station and wait on this, the, the platform. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I look and I say, I, I have to do something. I, this is my only chance we're going to get this. And I go down the stairs, it's like three flights. Uh, so Derek Marks turns around, looks at me. Okay, you're right. He goes, you're right. And uh, I go over to Gus Bradley, and I'm not even there like two seconds. And then a big black security guard comes up and tries to escort me away to the stairs, and tells me I need to leave. Uh, and while I'm walking away, Blake Ball sees my shirt and gives me the nod of approval. Goes, you're right. And I went, yeah, you're right. So that that I actually play that through my mind quite often. <laughs> I just I, it was half a second, but to me it was a lifetime. Yeah. And he doesn't even know. I feel like I influenced the team. <laughs> I made that win. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but it was a good weekend. <laughs> it was. And um, we made lots of friends around us as well. It was, it was a big cap. So, cause I, uh, I was this year with. Um, my brother wasn't there this year with us. He, he's not actually a fan of American football. It's just uh, my parents have been buying him a ticket every year that we've gone. It's <laughs> a family outing. Yeah, this, this year they asked him. He was like, no, I don't want to go. And apparently, like, a couple of days beforehand, they were like, right, we're going to Wembley for the game. He's like, so am I not coming? It's like, well, no, you said you didn't want to come. Well, no, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so it's just me, uh, Amanda, and, and my parents. And my dad is very British when it comes to these sorts of things. And my mother having lived here for so long is also very British now about it. And so they just sit there and like politely applaud when everything happens. But like every time, you know, whenever the Jags did something good, I was up standing up and like yelling in my seat. And it's weird. It's like being surrounded by all these British people behaving very Britishly. So I could see you, Chris and Teague also jumping up and down. It's like just, just spotting you guys every single time something happened because they were like the only people in our section of the stadium were the ones that were jumping up and down was us. Yeah. So, I guess your mum is American. She, she is, sounds yeah. very American. Yeah. I And your dad, is he? No, he's British. He's British. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I don't know like what next year's going to, what's going to happen next year. Cause didn't we talk about how we might try and get everybody in the same area? Cause it would be good. Because... It, like just ha just having a group of people who are sort of like together means that you can actually create your own atmosphere anyway. Yeah. Because um, if if you're just so I, I ended up you know I was the only guy just yelling you know making noise when um, Buffalo were on the offense because that's what you you got to make you got to make noise so they can't hear what's going on. 
and like so i'm just the only guy in like my row just making noise it's like it's kind of embarrassing actually i'm trying to get involved in the game and everyone else just sitting there stoically going like looking it's like fuck's sake guys get involved yeah i got i got told i needed to calm down by the green bay fan next to us because <laughs> i got excited by the second quarter i had blown my voice out by the second quarter yeah um with the two defensive touchdowns so it, was, and, uh, it was the fastest two touchdowns since yeah. uh the afl and nfl have joined yeah, yeah. Like it was six or seven seconds between the two. Seven seconds, yeah. It was just Se- the one se- play. Seven seconds of playtime, what was actually seemed to be about five minutes, I think, <laughs> just yeah. in the way that American football goes. Oh, what to, uh, just as a thing as well, like um, I just remembered it. The um, we got a fly pass this time as well, which is good. You don't, you, we don't get those normally because it's in the, in the dark, so there's no point. But we got the the helicopters this time, which is nice, even though we couldn't uh-huh. see them from where we were sat. Yeah, we couldn't either. We had to look at the screen. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't not hear a, a schnook, but yeah, you couldn't see them. And also, the uh, I felt that this year's opening act was much more interesting than previous years. So in the past, oh, the marching had, band was amazing. Yeah, the marching band was so good because it's something which I I've never got before. Like you see like clips of them in pre-game shows, but you just sort of think, you know, what a bunch of wankers. Like, yeah, what are they doing, just marching around stuff? But what they can actually do when you see them live is very impressive. And I just thought, God, this is going to be lame. And I thought my wife's just gonna she's gonna rip these guys apart on her you know, to herself. But yeah. she was really impressed by them as well. I was like, that's actually very impressive. Very American, but but uh, very impressive. So the game next year, would we all go would it be the Jazz game again or would we try and get a different game? Well it, it, I think it would depend because I don't think there was anybody any teams playing this year that anybody supports, were there? No. This this year is Lions, Chiefs, and then it was Jets and Dolphins was the other game, wasn't it? Yeah. So I don't think uh, I, my my mother expressed an interest in going to see the Lions because of some I would have been up for that. Of, well, I would have been up for it last year, but they're so bad this year, and Calvin Johnson's such a disappointment this year. But I don't reckon he won't be anymore. I, I don't not. He will be back this week. Yeah, but was it worth seven weeks? <laughs> I take um, him off you if you don't trust it. No, no, it's all right. I've, I've done that once with Matt already. <laughs> what Lamar Miller? Yeah, yeah, that was that was annoying. But there we go. That's that's. That's fantasy football. But yeah. Yeah. Fuck, we're coming up to an hour and a half now, so... Okay, oh, well, while I'm here, I, I want to... Can I be the explosion? The explosion? The explosion in the intro. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, supposed you to had, what, what's yeah, the... there is the proper explosion, and you joked about Nav making a voice explosion. Can I be the first voice explosion? Uh, whilst there's another... I, I'm going to have to check my, my folder here, because I might have actually got rid of the initial thing no you didn't get rid of the intro the intro is amazing no no I've, I've got the intro still but I mean like the the actual creation fo- folder it might just be an mp3 now so it would be harder to mix it in but uh, yeah I mean I suppose if you want to I'll see what I can do with it I guess okay um, are you ready but, wait did you did you say there was um, there was other stuff that you wanted like other questions or something that you had no 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 I think we've we've killed some time well you, yeah I mean you, ne- next time you, you come on yeah and... yeah just let me know don't text me during. It was. I'll say it was. It was one of those things that you know what's happened. We haven't even introduced you. <laughs> oh hi, I'm Scott. <laughs> I'm the owner of the San Diego Sand Slashers. Actually, I'll, I'll put that in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Make, make whatever noise you want. And okay. I mean, where <clears> do you want it? To, where do you want it to go? Do you want it to be where the actual explosion is? Yeah. It goes. It, it does the archers music. Oh yeah. And then goes. Poosh, but it'd be better than that. Okay, go on. Be better than that then. Okay. <clears throat> Casplode. Cool. That's good. I like that one. <laughs> do, you want, do, you want, do you want to try again, or is is that it? one take one? I don't. Know. Okay. I, I think I think it was timing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> boom. There you go. Both for quality. <laughs> I'll mix the two together. Casplode. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be excellent. That's okay. fine. I'll put that on then. <laughs> Do you, do you want to do you want to whisper as well for for the closing bit? What's the whisper? It just goes whisper, whisper, whisper. <laughs> whisper, 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 whisper. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I can I can layer that over as well. This is good. You're you're, you're contributing so much to this. Okay. Um. Yeah. Any more sound effects you got? I'm I'm the human human soundboard. Soundboard thing. Yeah. No. That's that's fine. If, if I need anything else, I'll come to you. But hike. I don't think I don't think we need that. <laughs> okay, but well, you can use that one. Pop pop that one on the back burner. You can use that if you need I'll just, it. I'll just take that and I'll just put it 
just periodically just layer it throughout the whole podcast. It's like because just you saying hike. It's like we're going. What, what's going on? What is that? I just leave that in as a, as a as an Easter egg joke thing. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. All right. No, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll finish it there then, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll be back. Out. Should we say an outro? Um, Thank you for listening. We don't normally do it. I think I usually just stop it. <laughs> if you okay. want to do an outro, is there anything that you want to say in summation, Kate? I don't know. Maybe this should be the outro outro. You know, the one after the theme. There isn't one. That's the problem. That's why you don't get more than 12 listens. <laughs> it's a very specific listening group or a very specific audience. I know. You've got a very niche market. It's, yeah. it's just 12 people maximum that would want to listen to <laughs> it's this. Just, well, it's just 12, it's 12 people maximum that would listen to it, but I know for a fact that there's only 11 do because... It, like. Um... Adam doesn't. <laughs> Cause, yes, I've noticed. <laughs> well, Adam said, like, I was there at the time, I don't need to listen to it again. I always actually listen to it. I don't know why I always listen to, back to the, to the podcast that I do, even though it was uh, even though I was there at the time and it was me that was doing it. But I still listen to them. And I'm, no, sure, I... I'm quite sure there's a few other people that don't. I bet Carquito doesn't listen to this. Yeah, me neither. But what you need to do is insult everybody and see who comes back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm hoping there's more than three people listen to this. Be I'd be interested to see if Matt listens beyond his bit. <laughs> well, we need we need a need a thing for Matt to like like. Well, no, because we we, dis- we discussed his escort girlfriend. So if he wants to come back and, and defend her, then yeah, then we know that he does listen. <laughs> we need to insult one of his players or something. Like Stefan Diggs has smelly. He's smelly. He stinks. <laughs> Well, who's, who's the one that he's got? Is it um, Todd Gurley, isn't it? Yeah, he does have Todd Gurley, yes. Todd Gurley's girly. <laughs> he's, he's a girl. 